You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Hello and welcome to today's Back Talk with Team Dash. We, uh, we have made a decision. We're going to go ahead and try something new. And uh, for any of you who absolutely um, pop on and decide you're going to go ahead and see what's going on, you might hear us going ahead and just chatting it up. We uh, we made a decision today. I was sitting down over the past week, and every time somebody would walk in, they would hear this great team of ours go ahead and uh, they'd be laughing. They'd be talking about the most trending topics and uh, they would be just having a really good time creating this show. So what I said today was, you know what, I really think that we need to go ahead and do something with this, and let's just see how it goes. So I don't know which which guys on the team have made it to the show so far. Alex, are you here? No? Alex is not here. Okay. Who else is here? Did anybody make it? Andy's here. Can you hear me? Andy's here. Awesome. John's here. John's here, okay, and have we have we got Aaron yet? I think he's working Not on yet. It. Okay, we're waiting on Aaron. So um, when when Alex and Aaron get here, they're going to go ahead and let us know that they have arrived. <laughs> and I know that we're still waiting on Barb. So you know, I, and and hopefully Miss, Mr. Mingles will make it too. But here's here's what today's format's going to be, and uh, and we might go ahead and decide we're going to just throw throw it out and and throw out the baby with the bathwater. Or we might go ahead and make it a, a weekly show, but you guys have some some great topics up for <clears throat> up for discussion, and I think that's what we actually need to go ahead and get started with. So, um, Andy, since since you are here, I'm going to go ahead and lead. You said something really random today about Don Cheadle and Iron Man, <laughs> and I gotta know. What you were talking about. <laughs> John is actually the one that brought that up today. He was showing me the the new outfit. and There's a new outfit? Why, well, yeah, yeah why is it a new outfit? And uh, they just released a movie poster showing Don Cheadle wearing the Iron Patriot armor. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. I am going on to Google. And, There's uh, been a lot of speculation who the Iron Patriot was actually going to be. And they released a picture of uh, not Don Cheadle in the outfit, this was like when Iron Man 3 first started coming around, and it was a white guy, so it definitely wasn't Don Cheadle. But uh, he, um, it was then speculated that War Machine is the suit that Iron Patriots that he's actually in is the War Machine suit. It's just been painted and such. And then, uh, so now they they finally released that Don Cheadle is supposed to, is going to be the Iron Patriot. But in the comic series, it's actually supposed to be Norman Osborn, which is he's from the Spider-Man guy. series. Oh, he's a bad guy. Okay, I see it. I do. I see it all over the place. I see him sitting here next to Robert Downey Jr. in all sorts of um, Megatron-esque. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that makes a lot more sense now. Thank you. Um, and and it, what exactly do you guys think of this? I mean, is he, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Is it is it well-suited as far as your opinion is concerned? Well, the Don Cheadle's character is supposed to be a good guy. He's friends with Tony Stark, but uh, in the comic books, the Iron Patriot was manned by a bad person. So 
we can either assume that he could go bad or he is just not going to be bad at all. Like, I want to say that he's going to be a good guy in the movie. This gotcha. is also this is also they're they're kind of um, from what I've learned from the comic book series and like read up and everything. This is about Iron Man's extremist armor, which actually this is where Iron Man and his suit become one essential unit. He figures out a way to like he essentially turns into a cyborg, and uh, so the Iron Patriot is um, is he really, he is a bad guy, isn't he? I'm pretty sure right. he's a bad guy. I'm almost positive. Yeah, he was supposed to be a bad guy, but and this, yeah, and this yeah. is the one with Mandor Mandarin, who's like the killer of Iron Man three. So I just wonder the Mandarin, if the, the Mandarin, Mandarin, Mandarin. <laughs> Mandarin. He's, he's from China. <laughs> he is from China. <laughs> Got it. He wears okay. rings and such. All right, so so we like it. And, I mean, i got to say that I love Don Cheadle. I mean, I love this new House of Lies show that he's got on uh, on Showtime. Watch it every single solitary Sunday after Shameless. And, um, he's really I good go, in flight, too. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. I really like him. So, I mean, is it, are we giving it a thumbs up? Are oh, we looking? Absolutely. All right, all right. We're good. <laughs> good. All right, so since since we brought it up, what about Shameless? Are you guys into this show? Because that's my favorite show on television. I actually I've watched, watched like three yet. episodes, but I'm hooked to all three of those episodes whenever I watched it. Oh, yeah. I sat all down right. and picked up away from it, but it's been three weeks in between each time I watched it. Okay, so so I everyone has homework. You have got to go get caught up because, Alex, you're here now, right? I heard your laugh. I'm here. All right. Alex and I have been completely and totally hooked on this show for the past three seasons, and it is I think this is the third season. Um, I've never, ever seen so much crazy dysfunctionality um, mixed with so much warmth and, and total addictive nature. Like, I'm in love with these people. And at, at the same time, like, the father is actually telling one of his kids that they have cancer just so that he can get free stuff. I mean, these are some really crazy From the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> he's not really getting what he's He's trying wrong. to scam the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> well, I guess Who he's done something that? nobody's ever done before. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's it is the craziest stuff. And, and, I mean, it makes everyone who's a parent feels like a better parent watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> like your life, it really isn't that bad. <laughs> All right, so what's our next topic up for discussion? Do we want to go with Obama or aliens? <laughs> let's let's switch it up and go to aliens. Aliens, aliens for the win. Okay. Do you believe aliens? they're real? <laughs> okay, this is Aaron's topic. Do are, are are aliens real? Are real? They probably are real. I know for sure, but probably are real. You, you, you let me let me interject. You can't you can't honestly believe. Out of, I mean, they say that like we're just one galaxy of billions of galaxies. You're gonna sit there and honestly tell me that we're the only intelligent life form out there? There's not a single yeah. world in. I'm gonna tell you that we are. <laughs> He's speaking alien. <laughs> yes, he been abducted by aliens. Somebody actually wrote in the chat room: Is Obama an alien? <laughs> He's Obama. He's Obalian. He's Obalian. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Andy, you're the one giving us all this stuff in the Skype room. Let's hear it. Oh, I'm. Have you lost me now? 
All right. Well, you said, you know, do we believe in aliens, and are we aliens? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was saying, are we aliens? Because we're the <laughs> most, we're, I think that's what Alex was trying to say about us being the most intelligent, or we're aliens, potentially we're are aliens. we the most intelligent, because, I don't know, we've got, we can see more, I don't know, how. what if there are aliens that are more intelligent than us that have been watching us this whole time? Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level. For email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. Well, Never. we started talking about aliens and they shut us down. <laughs> That's probably what it is. We're being we, got, we were all in the sub rights. Any other questions? <laughs> yep. That wasn't planned, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You go ahead and you talk about Obamalian. Ob- is that what? <laughs> Obalian. He's an Obalian. <laughs> All right. So uh, I will absolutely get that video to you guys. Alex says he can't get back on. Um, so hold on. Alex, we'll come find too. you. We'll we'll come find you. Here, come on in. Pick up a call. Pick up any phone. It's it's busy and it won't let him back in. Alex's opinion was too important. That's well, what it is. Shut him right. first. They can read our minds too. They didn't want him to say what he was going to say. I think we were probably onto something. We were probably onto something. Alex, you got to call back in. We'll we'll wait for you. We'll we'll come up with something else. All right, guys. What else do we have? There's a story always hidden in the rocks, as, as Andy there, there, said. There's a new robot coming out in a few months. There's a couple of, um, I don't know where, they, where they're from. It's on Robio. I think it's called Robio. Roboy.org? Roboy. Roboy. There it is. <laughs> Robio. I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> it's like Fabio for robots. It's super cute. It's super it's like humanoid. It's got its own, It's got a spine, and it's built like... It, there's like mu- the muscle in it is really like just the, like they're giving the thing like muscle strands that like send all the information that's like how they're doing the wiring and everything and it can walk and talk like a human and interact and have like facial recognition and it's kind of creepy to say is there the least. A video of it online? Yes, it's actually it's ro- it, There's a whole website on it, roboid.com or something like that. Google it. I am looking for it right now. Awesome. It's in Switzerland. Yes, Switzerland scientists. Awesome. Yeah. It's a Swiss cheese robot. And they're planning it. They, they were given like a nine-month time limit where they have to complete it. Otherwise, they, it, the project's being dumped, I guess, or they could just be saying that. I don't know. Very nice. I'm just saying, this is pure gold. It is. Sounds good. I'm having fun. Okay. All right. So any well, what else do we have? Um, we have the Pope stepping down instead of dying. This is pretty big news. I guess that's the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. Well, I don't understand how that's big news. Well, because he always dies. He's too, he just dies as the Pope. Yeah, but just had a step down ever. Like, like you're the 
smoke till you die, and then there's a lot of smoke that comes out of the chimney while everybody uh, gets together and decides who the next pope's going to be. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. yeah. I think that's how it's supposed to go. You're breaking up again. So why don't they just... Why don't they just do that now and let him retire? Well, well he, is, he, is, he is retiring. That's the point, yeah? <laughs> well, then, I mean, I don't see why. I, it makes better sense to me, I guess, than just having him stay there until he dies. I completely agree with you, Aaron. <laughs> it does. Okay, cool. It's just that, you know, a million years of Catholic tradition just changed today, so it was noteworthy. Yeah. Oh. It was new and noteworthy. <laughs> All right, guys. What about the this... 3D printers by Obama? Oh, this is huge. Yeah, talk like... about, about this. Well, it's not by him. He's essentially he's wanting to create jobs, you know, more jobs for the uh, manufacturing industry, and uh, he wants to start getting everything built. I guess just a little bit. What I scammed through on the article that uh, he wants to. Uh, create more jobs with manufacturing companies and have everything create like a new day and age of manufacturing in America and do everything in house. Like, uh, when you're building like huge metal, like, like spaceships. So like, essentially this is just a, a, an example, but, uh, it would be a lot easier if you had a 3d printer that you could just put in your design of what you want, you know, and build the like metal wing or anything out of metal or as such, you know, instead like, of having a like the future ever. Right, and then shipping Alex, it, and then like it? all this other stuff, and they're going to cut out lots of costs, but also give people jobs at the same time. Absolutely, Alex. Uh, did you make it back on here? I'm on. All right, because um, didn't you say something, or somebody did about there being like an actual prosthetic limb that was made by your previous yeah, printer recently? Yeah, baby arm. <laughs> wow. It's a baby. Wow. Arm. It was. It's called. It's called Robo Hand. And the uh, the boy had ambiotic band syndrome, which basically means that you have no use of your fingers. Um, and two guys, Ivan Owen and Richard Van Van Oss, uh, made this hand, and uh, um, basically it gave the it gave the boy the ability to uh, write, draw, and catch. As well as they made the device, they made the instructions for the device open source, so anybody can download the design. And then, if they if they have access to a 3D printer, they can um, <clears throat> they can make it. And the unique thing about the Robo Hand is that it was built entirely with a 3D printer. Uh, it was using and 3D printing is made from biodegradable plastic. And so it's just a system of ropes and pulleys that kind of imitate the movement of fingers, and everything was made with a 3D printer. And uh, the two guys actually have a website called comingupshorthanded.com, and it's uh, they started working on the device a couple years ago, and uh, they now finally got it on the kid's hand, and it was thanks to a 3D printer that was donated to them. Um, and they made the design available on thingiverse.com, and since they've made the design available under a free license, they've been getting bombarded with people all over the world that are wanting to get the design and make this hand for people with in other similar situations. And they actually put up a fundraising page because the two of them have been paying for everything out of pocket since the beginning, and they can't support they can't sustain supporting everybody that wants to implement the hand, and that's their objective. So if you want to check out their website. 
shorthanded coming up shorthanded dot com, and then if you're interested in donating to their project, it's something that's uh, I think is really interesting. And you know, a little fun, little fun fact about it is that uh, prosthetic designs like this would normally cost about sixty thousand dollars, and they were able to make the hand for a hundred and fifty bucks. Great, so we're going to have cheap wow. Terminators running around. It's got Skynet written all over it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not made of, like, metal and everything, so they're easier to destroy. Well, yet. I want to make it an costume. And then they gave it artificial intelligence. Right. And Roboy comes around. So, so Andy just popped up that I'm here from Fox News about uh, 3D printing muzzling new gun laws that are coming out. What do you guys think of that? I think that's insane. I didn't know about that. I just decided to look for for news, and I think that that's. Uh, I don't know how that they they would regulate that. Well, it all started because of the design that the, that started yeah. on Reddit with the with the, they basically came up with how to you can make a, a working firing gun well, they did with it. a 3D they printer, and the legislation that's being put forward is to ban that type of creation. Yeah, because they did it with plastic. He created like a newsie. Right, out of plastic, and it works. Right. I mean, it's right. probably only shoots Fires once. and everything. Yeah, yeah. It shoots once, but it's plastic. But as soon as they figure out how to do it with metal, I mean, I I know that they're already building full houses, like twenty five hundred square foot homes, in less than twenty four hours with three D printing. Mm-hmm. They have yeah, giant three D really printers amazing. now, so they can build really cheap homes in less than a day. You know. So, like, there's, like, no limit to what this 3D printing stuff. I mean, it's like Star Trek stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. And even Obama, during the State of the Union last night, Obama was talking about how he wants to uh, – he he calls for investing in science and technology uh, that hasn't seen the heights of this kind of research since the space race. Right. And, and that Obama believes that – um, 3D printing has the potential to revolutionize the way that we make almost everything. Everything. And I mean, that, think uh, about it. You just put whatever you want into the computer. It's like just printing something out of your printer. You put a picture, mm-hmm. you make a picture in Photoshop, and you, you just print it, and it's like, there, this is exactly what it is. It's just a 3D object. You know? Yep. The guy, so, I, mean, can, I watched the guy make a copy of a working crescent wrench. It has the little spiral. That's the wrench with the little spiral in the center that yeah. you slide. And the guy made an exact, with color, copy of a crescent wrench. That worked. That worked. It was, I mean, I think about it. All you need to do is, like, instead of buying all these, every everything separate, you just buy the printer and you spend less money on the, on the like, wholesale material or just, the, like, the big amount of material you could get. You know, depending on what the what what you'll be able to print with, and you'll just be able to make whatever you want and cut like a good portion out of your cost yearly for random things. You know, like mm-hmm. essentials and stuff and stuff. But a lot of money could be saved. It's kind of like electronic well, cigarettes. Yeah. Well, and mo- <laughs> you're talking about money, like money that could be saved is insane. And then by saving so much money, you're also able to offer products at cheaper prices. Right. And exactly. that's what that's what changes the game completely. I mean, just like the robotic hand, you're talking a sixty thousand sixty thousand dollar prosthetic limb is not within everybody's reach, but a hundred and fifty dollars and you get all your fingers back. That's a pretty good deal. Right. Plus, it's on-site manufacturing. So instead of having to wait 
you know, a month or two for this stuff to get made across seas and then have it shipped over, which is also super expensive. They could go right downstairs and just turn on their 3D printer and, like, okay, just print something that's fully functional in, in less 20 than, minutes. I don't know how fast I mean, these yeah, I mean, 20 minutes. 20 parents, minutes. Yeah, that kids' parents can take the prototype and go ahead and uh, and buy their own printer for five grand, and every time that, mm-hmm. that you know, it starts to degrade, they can print them Yeah, ones. I mean, I mean, kids have tools and, and, like, toys and stuff they can make and everything, and, like, I mean, it just, it's, the possibilities are endless. Absolutely, and and everything is cheaper as as it's on the market a while. So it's going to come down from the four to five thousand dollar per printer mark, um, you know, pretty fast. You know, mm-hmm. if we look at if we look at just the way technology goes ahead and they make it bigger, better, cheaper, faster within six months, the last thing well, obsolete, and you can get it for half the price. I believe they're also working on um, organ printing too. That's something I've like been reading for the past couple of years. That that's like. They're working on on having the ability to print like a new heart or a new liver or a new kidney or a new this or new that, just out of this like genet like this uh it's a certain paper that it prints out of, hmm. and it goes through the machine and it comes out of the other side an organ a working fully functional healthy organ. I can't imagine that the body wouldn't reject that said organ. <laughs> well, can't they just grow organs like, with with stem cells? Or would it be like a, like a, a magic heart, hmm? like a pacemaker or something that you could print out? No, it'd be it, they're actual organs. Hmm. Right, but it has to be something similar. To, like you can't tissue type, you can't match blood type, and and all of those things. Like a real organ has to be matched. Yeah, but know? they could sample. They could sample your. High. They could sample your DNA. They could right. sample your skin. And if the tech, if the if the pro, like if the if the thing has the ability to replicate that data into the organ that it prints, right? There's they, they you eliminate even the crisis of trying to find someone with the right blood type, with the right with the right anything type. When in terms in terms of getting heart transplants or kidney transplants or lung transplants, no more waiting lists. I mean, it's pretty amazing stuff, man. I hope you I hope you all are right. <laughs> That's going to revolutionize medicine. Mm-hmm. The, the skin goes it burned. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, if they without you after someone's burned, they can take a sample of their DNA and put it into this little machine, and it replicates it. And then they put it into this gun, and they essentially spray the DNA back onto the person. And it showed a guy who he's gasoline into a fire, and it. It exploded onto his arm, and he said his whole arm looked like a charred hot dog on a grill. And it showed him present after they used the the skin gun on him, and you couldn't even see scarring. Like there was not, there wasn't even like discoloration. Like it wasn't whiter than the rest of his skin. It just looked normal. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, the the skin gun is absolutely crazy. And the video is, I mean, go to if you're listening on the show, go to YouTube, search skin gun. Watch the video. It's mind blowing. I mean, it's like yeah, the guys the literally spray painting on skin. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely need to put a post on the dash radio dot com that goes ahead and gives everybody links to everything we're talking about right now, so they can go ahead and look into some of the source material that uh, that you guys came up with these topics on, because this is some pretty bizarre and completely amazing stuff that you're talking about right now. 
You know, this is why every time people walk by our office and uh, they come into my office, they're like, what are they talking about in there? <laughs> I'm like, they're pretty amazing stuff. You guys are finding some of the most brilliant stuff. And, I mean, if you think about, like, all of the little kids in burn centers right now that they can have new skin, you know, um, it, it's there's no limit to what technology can create. I am sure that you're telling Who's me that. Who's on Geo? Uh-huh. Net Geo? Yeah, National Geographic. Okay, sorry. That's the that, video yeah. I'm watching right now. Got it. So we'll make sure that we go ahead and we pop that up on the dash radio.com. So we'll make those. What else? What else you got? Well, getting back just to like the what Obama was saying last night during the State of the Union address and the 3D printing, they, they Ohio, uh, really beaten down manufa- uh, manufacturing ware- uh, warehouse, and they converted it into this state-of-the-art facility, uh, and they're right now researching 3D printing and a couple other a couple other things in this, uh, in this warehouse. And Obama last night was urging Congress to put forward, pass forward, I guess, the, I don't know if it's, there must be a piece of legislation that he's got going on, that will, and he's calling this a hub, and he wants Obama wants to create 15 more of these hubs that works directly with the Department of Defense and Clean Energy, and specifically he wants to put these hubs in uh, in 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 places that um, globalization has passed passed by, and to kind of get them back up to speed. So you're talking about your midwestern states where they've got a you know beaten up. Uh, warehouses, they're going to convert those into these state-of-the-art facilities. And he wants 15 of these hubs around the uh, around the U.S. because he's convinced with 3D printing that the next revolution in manufacturing can be made in America. So we could possibly get something like that here in Arkansas. Definitely. Right, but knowing the knowing the government, the plots are probably already picked out and. But it's possible, and I don't know if there's a facility like that in Arkansas. Hmm. I think there's plenty of run-down buildings in Arkansas. Yeah. I was going to say, we drive by them all. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you we could find something suitable. That's amazing. Truly amazing. All right. What's the next topic up for grabs? And and I think, Alex, I think we definitely should do a word from our sponsors before we go ahead and continue. Are you in a rut about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Okay, and welcome back to the Dash Back Talk. Um, I'm Dawn Wright Oliveris. We've got Alex DeBrant, John Wright, Aaron Baker, Andrew Young, and uh, and we're just sitting here having 
some conversation because we uh, we all work together every day. These guys are constantly looking at the coolest new stuff that's out there on the internet, and um, you know, they're always having this brilliant conversation. That I dragged them all onto this show so that they could go ahead and share what's new and trending out there with you guys. So. Um, one topic that I know we didn't cover from the list that we had so far was um, Mashable did something on uh, giving up 20 social media habits that you have for Lent. And uh, this was pretty interesting. Alex, why don't you tell us a little bit about what they, what they, what they challenged people with? The article goes on to, like, it's more of, like, they want you to stop bad habits on social media for Lent. Um, such as uh, retweeting compliments that someone gives you or having an entire instant messaging-like conversation in a comments window on a Facebook photo uh, and a couple other things. So it really wasn't the direction that I thought you could go with the, with the 20 things you could give up for Lent. Um, and whether you're Catholic or or not, giving up something for a period of time uh, is always is always I you know I think beneficial is thirty day challenge just to see if you can actually do something uh, like not log on to your Facebook for thirty days or don't post on Twitter or but you got to pick somewhere or something that you are actively on and uh, that will actually mean something to you if you don't maintain a Twitter account okay well I won't post on Twitter for thirty days isn't really a challenge per se. Uh, so, you know, it's a neat concept, I think, giving up something for 30 days in the social media realm is always good. Oh, without question. You know, um, I've done a bunch of personal and leadership development seminars and, you know, intensive, you know, seven to ten day intensives. And, and we had one where everybody had to change something about their physical appearance. And it was truly amazing because, you know, we all get very committed to what is, you know, and everybody wants stuff that they don't have, but nobody wants to change anything about what is. And so what they had to do was, you know, if you had long hair, you cut it short. If you had, you know, black hair, you colored it blonde. If you wore a beard and a mustache for the past 25 years, you shaved it off. Um, what, what about hairy feet? Did anyone just have to shave their feet? <laughs> yeah, if you were a yeti, you had to save your feet. Yeah. So, so, but, but it's what how nude my feet are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, be really uncomfortable. That's a stretch. Some people, some people have a heart with their hairy toes. I'm sorry. Okay, Frodo. <laughs> Andy's got the hairiest feet I've ever seen. I'm proud of you. Andy? Andy, they're like Blanche White. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't even have pigmentation, never mind hair. <laughs> Make it hold down comforter with the amount of hair on his feet. <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading this uh, Mashable thing, and it's it, it looks like it's trying to get people to conform to a better, like, Internet etiquette and try and get people to stop, you know, bad habits of just social faux pas. And the, one of the ones that I thought was the, the funniest is uh, stop taking pictures of your food yep. and posting it on Instagram. Yep. Let's <laughs> really do like a duck face. I've done that. Can we do the duck face one? Because I really don't Most like Most of the duck. time people aren't even – see, here's the thing. I can understand it if you are having – like if your dish is extravagant 
and it is an extravagant right. display, by all means, take a picture of that. But if you're buying, you know, a messy taco, taco from your local from Mexi- Mexican restaurant, I could care less about that photo. Listen, I know what McDonald's uh, looks like, okay? Some people will, like, <laughs> stop you from eating your food. If you're at a restaurant with a group of friends, and somebody will stop you from eating your food so they can take a picture of your food. Mm-hmm. After they've taken a picture that of your food. That really you know what you should do? Just find a way to seriously invade their personal space. Like, just grab a chunk of their hair and sniff it. See if they like it. Oh, my God. Just start, just start eating their food. <laughs> bet you, and take I a bet picture you of won't that. take another picture of your food. I'll take a picture of everybody, like, right when they're in the middle of eating something so that I get unflattering <laughs> pictures of people with food in their mouth. <laughs> well, there's actually kind of, there's not, along those lines, but there's someone on Instagram that's, do, a woman that's doing a, uh, Instead of normal portrait photography, which always is it's the the face is the centerpiece, uh, she's actually taking pictures and hiding people's faces behind things. And that's her style of portrait photography, and I thought that that was actually kind of cool. And if you go and you check out her Instagram account, I'll, get, I'll post this later somewhere. I have to find it again. But she's got takes really interesting portrait photography, and she was just featured on the Instagram account yesterday, and it's completely different you know she'll put people with frames in front of them or you know lamps different types of things and completely blocks the face out of the image so getting people getting people caught in the act of eating something could also fall along those lines what about about, we're going to have another walmart scenario (laughs) (laughs) call it food bombing Anything more obnoxious than that? I'll, I'll never forget the red carpet Wednesday, our very first one that we did for our last project, where I was sitting down and these these, these people just kept coming and here I am trying to eat this little like chicken pie. But that because they kept taking pictures of shoveling food into my mouth. I remember that. I couldn't stop laughing. I know. You were like, you were like, I'm eating. Can I? Can you please give me a minute? They're like, okay, we want a picture. <laughs> so, so can you imagine, if, like the the people who would have to be stalking other people with their like the spoon going into their mouth? I don't think we should do that. <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta beat them at their own game. <laughs> All right, what's up next? Well, I also thought a neat one um, on the 20 list is give up posting any email conspiracy that's been forwarded more than three times. <laughs> yeah, and they go on to say, you should really know better by now Bill Gates is not giving you money. You cannot see who unfriended you, and the Nigerian government does not want you to use it as an official laundering laundering service. Does yeah. not want to use you as official laundering la- money laundering service. I mean, how many people have must have fallen for that? Seriously. A lot of people fall for it, like people giving away free Macs or free iPads, and I've seen like several different people who've claimed to have won $580 million in the lottery and, and playing like, if you if you like this, then we'll give you a million dollars or something like that. And yeah, well, this Arabian uh, Prince just James asked me for my account information. He said he was going to load it with like $10 million, so why not? I mean, <laughs> I, I gave it to him. I'm going to be rich tomorrow. Yeah, or the people who email you and they're like, Hi, I just recently came into a large sum of money that I inherited. I need someone to help me get this out of this country. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you inherit it? <laughs> yeah, AK-47s and lots of force. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick and abrupt. 
Did you guys yeah, see the new the new tires they're coming out with the non pneumatic tires that the army is or actually it's Polaris that's I think um, invented it. It's like a looks like a honeycomb in the middle of the tire. And then there's a rubber tread around it, and it's they're bulletproof. I mean, like they can't break or anything. Like they're like super tires. It's an airless tire. Cool. You don't even have to air it up. Yeah, it's an airless tire too. Like you just see like right through. No. Type it in non pneumatic tires, military. And uh they yeah, they're bulletproof, they're they're airless, they're they're just like they're just B A if you ask Are me. they strictly for military or can are they Well I mean for now consumer? all of the technology that's awesome is just for the military at first. Well I'm sure they've had it for a while, maybe. I don't know. I'm uh, thinking of regular uh, cars right now. Flat tires are annoying. Yeah, they're really annoying. It's one of the like major breakdowns of any car vehicle. Yeah. It's got to be the most common, right? Most common, at least, yeah. Besides running out of gas, maybe? Yeah, or like your head <laughs> gasket blown or something. That's Not a car the most guy. common thing that's replaced on a car. Yeah, tires. And that's like, what, 900 bucks a pop every time you replace your tires? It's got to be a good oh, ballpark. Really yeah, but, I mean, can, can you imagine B.S. Goodrich is not going to be happy with this? Why not? You know, all of those tires. They'll just come out with their own version of it. Yeah. Yeah. True. They'll all just come out with their own They've version of it. They've got pricey. How much are they? How much are they running? Um, right. Well, they're military. They're militarized for for now, so. Oh, I don't okay. Think there's a they're price not available yet. Yeah. Got... They're not available yet. But it's just a lot of cool things coming into play. Yeah, challenge accepted. Let's let's invent that ourselves. <laughs> I bet you I can get a bullet through it. I bet you can get it on uh drive. It didn't say anything about arrow proof. <laughs> it looks like it might be arrow proof. It's got holes in it, it'll go right through. Well, it'll go right through, that means it's not arrow proof. Did you see what they came out with uh just in time for Valentine's Day, the kill switch? No. It lets, it's it basically it lets you link people on your Facebook to this kill switch and you can actually delete everything, every interaction you've ever had with them in one click. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's a mobile app called Kill Switch, and you can link it to your Facebook and say, you know, your girlfriend breaks up with you and you don't ever want to see her again instead of going and unlocking all of the pictures or deleting all the pictures. Anything that has ever been involved with that person will be deleted automatically with the Kill Switch. They also implemented, I don't know if you if you caught it yet, but if you go like read any comments that aren't in English, they'll go ahead and translate it right on the comment. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's one, one right, thing so, Microsoft has done. <clears throat> I just saw something here about hyper parents making college age children depressed. Um, what's this? Reuters. 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 Okay. Reuters. Parents, parents still running their university age children's schedules, laundry, and vacations could be doing more harm than good with a study on Wednesday showing these students who are likely to be depressed and dissatisfied with life. How many people know parents like that? I got to know. I mean, can you imagine having your parents be that um, micromanage, parents micromanaging your life, even in college? How do you guys feel about right. that? I, my mom called me every single day while I was in college. But I didn't well, feel like it's that. Just, it's your mom's great, Erin. I mean, she wasn't doing, she wasn't micromanaging your life, was she? Or was she? Sorry. No, I don't think so. I don't. 
I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't. I didn't ever have planned vacations to come and go to go on while I was in college and come home to or anything like that. But she definitely called me at least two two times a day. Well, I don't think that's really micromanaging, but like somebody was micromanaging. But I'm saying I knew I. I just thought that it was a bit excessive. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I kind of think, you know. It was a little excessive. Okay. I thought, I thought college, it was. Like, I didn't think it was completely necessary, but uh, I don't know. I can see how that would happen. Right. It's well, I, mean, I think that the, the empty nesting that parents, some parents go through, you know, and they, their need to parent their children has nothing whatsoever to do with the best thing for the children. It's the need to parent, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I can totally see that happening. You know, and that's tough for a lot of people. I mean, some people build their whole lives. And, you know, here's the thing. When you have a child, nobody tells you that the next 20 years of your life, um, your life is no longer what's the most important thing. It's your kid's life that's the most important thing. And so, you know, you, you all of a sudden have this being that's your responsibility 24-7 and you, some some people really, they jump in so heavily with not just both feet, but with their whole being to the point where they lose themselves and the only thing that matters is that child. So all of a sudden the child moves away or moves on and even just, you know, moves down the road and all of a sudden this this person gave up everything about who they were for another human being and now that other human being is having their own life and here's this person who doesn't know who they are anymore. And that gets us right back to why shave your facial hair if you have it. Why go ahead and change your hair color or or go ahead and change this habit that you might have. Because people get so wrapped up in their day-to-day habits that when something changes, their whole world falls apart. I think that's you right. know, it's part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody who's used to the same thing over and over, like same same daily routine or just anything, if you screw somebody up with their just their daily routine, that could like totally throw somebody off. Just have them in a funker, you know. Absolutely. So, what are you guys? What what are your what are your daily things that uh, should we all give something up this week that's a habit that we're used to doing and and test it out and see how it goes? I, I like to shower daily. We- I think that's a pretty solid one, too. I think I might uh, give up my my toe hair and make a a quilt for Sean. (laughs) Please. Well, it would have been nice like three months ago, you know, when winter started. Oh my God! The November <laughs> there was <laughs> there in the south. We could have we could have closed a small village. Oh my God! <laughs> Andy would be November. November. <laughs> <laughs> his little mustache is out across all his toes. toes. <laughs> Can you imagine if his, each each knuckle on his toe each had a French mustache? <laughs> that would be epic. It looked like a giant eyebrow. <laughs> I could probably donate it to charity for people who need it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have you an eyebrow that'd be on his feet. Weaves. You could do it for, for these girls' weaves, you know. <laughs> toe hair, really strong or something. Toe hair, we have. Too. They have beard wars. You can have toe wars. So toe wars. We <laughs> struck gold. 
<laughs> Actually, I'm, want, I'm wanting to, to to attempt growing a beard because of this Doug Dynasty show. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't know why. A... No, no, no. They we need to do it. Up the progression of Jeff Wright on for the Duck Dynasty reality, and and <laughs> anybody who wants to follow that path, we're we're gonna put up the before and afters. We're gonna do it. And we're gonna <laughs> three months. Look, twenty-five years older. <laughs> exactly. He he aged twenty-five at least twenty-five years with that beard. But it was glorious. Imagine? It was glorious. He was a model. <laughs> a, a model for Popcorn Sutton. <laughs> First question that everyone had in mind was, do you got moonshine? <laughs> it's a, it's a, that, beard, that beard was a symbol of I don't care. And no one can make me change. Except for Dawn. Like uh, I, I saw a meme the other day that said, "Yes, I'm single, and you have to be amazing to change it." <laughs> uh, there you go. And and here's the thing, okay? You know, it, it it's something that everybody you know might look to and say, "Hey, I want to try." And, and what Jeff told me was he was already sick of it. It itched like crazy. And what he found out was he became a member of a club. And that club was everyone else who's scraggly and doesn't care and doesn't feel like shaving or cutting their hair anymore becomes part of a club. And they all look scraggly and they all look old and they all look like they don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it's just what what club do you want to belong to, you know? <laughs> Here, we're going to have to have Jeff come on here and, and speak up for himself for on that one. But he's the one who told me, I mean, I've, I don't have any facial hair. I could try and try and try, and I'm never going to grow one of those beards. Well, just just glue some of Annie's toe hair on your face if you <laughs> like it. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Maybe make little braids like Johnny Depp. <laughs> we can cornrow it. You did always want dreads. I did. The other thing that... Uh, came up in the news well it was it's been a couple weeks now i think or maybe a week um but the pope is resigning on february 28th and uh the well he's and he said and the reason why is because of advanced age and having repeatedly examined my conscience before god i have come to the i've come to the certainty that my strengths due to advanced age are no longer suited to the adequate exercise for the ministry and uh you know we touched on this a little bit before and i think that you really need to get the point across as to why this is such a big deal alex because i know that you grew up in the catholic church and this is a really really big deal and a change of something that's been historic i mean the, the catholic church doesn't change the way they do things very often this is a big deal well the last pope to resign was pope gregory the sixth or the seventh in fourteen fifteen. Wow. Yeah, this doesn't ha this doesn't happen. Normally, I mean, no, the normal process is that you die as the pope, and then they elect a new pope. And I do know that Benedict, Pope Benedict, has had a lot of egg on his face in terms of a lot of like a lot of uh, 
you know, child abuse cases popped up during his time as the Pope, and he was responsible for covering up a lot of those issues. And uh, I also do know that he, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but it was suggested that he was made Pope because he wasn't going to last that long. And it seems like that the Vatican was maybe buying the right, buying the time for somebody else to take over the role, the right person, maybe. You know, because you think about Pope John Paul. I mean, that guy lived like, a, mm-hmm. like as the Pope. He lived like a rock star for the past, you know, during the you know for forty plus years as the Pope, going everywhere in the world. Um, you know, in the middle of war, in the middle of peace, he was there as a symbol for the Church, and you didn't really see much of that from Benedict. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, like Pope John Paul. I mean, that was like Mother Teresa of my day. You know, I mean, you just heard about him everywhere, doing amazing things, and people were falling to their knees in gratitude and and just to be in his presence. And I haven't heard anything positive coming out of of this popedom. Is that what you'd call it? A pope? Pope Benedict. Popedom. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah like, I, I, it's, like it's just it. actually been. It's really primarily been scandal. It's just been a lot of yeah. scandal, uh, you know. And then the and advanced, in the advanced age thing, it just seems like that this is just kind of all kind of organized. Right. It's a shame. You know, I think that it's it's really interesting. But you know, we do a lot on on entrepreneurism in in the DAF in general and. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of institutions, things that have been longstanding, industries, governments, um, all just really taking hit after hit. It feels like to me, and not to get all woo-woo and juju about this, um, uh, but it, it seems to me like there's a real energetic shift going on. That you know, the stuff that always has been isn't going to be anymore. You know. There might, you know, we everybody was talking about twelve, 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 and the end of the world as we know it, the end of a time. And it seems to me that, you know, there's some validity in that. You know, like, you know, I know that this is the light segment of the dash, but I mean, think about it. Everything that I know in my world from, you know, the time of 1968 when I was born, my dash is still going on, and you know, hopefully, I've got quite some time before the end date on my tombstone, but. I'm looking at everything I've known my whole life that I've always grown up knowing and believing in and the way that things have always been are all changing. You know, the network marketing industry, which has been an industry that has been standing for like decades and decades, is taking hit after hit after hit. Companies are getting shut down. Companies are getting challenged. Um, there's all sorts of, you know, people are up in arms over things that have always been, you know, um, people, everything's being challenged. We've got the Catholic Church is just being taken hit after hit. Um, our, I mean, if you look at the wars that are going on, the economy, the banking system, I mean, what is it that's going on, you guys? You know, I mean, doesn't it feel like everything is changing right now? I, I do yeah, feel definitely. like a lot of things are are certainly changing. Um, I think that it's yet to be seen whether or not the changes are positive or negative. Um, but I do feel like shaking it up, shaking up the system, shaking it all up a little bit, and letting everything kind of fall back on back fall back together is definitely healthy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again, expecting a different result. 
if we change it up and we try something, you know, even if it's extreme and we go in the complete opposite direction of where it's always gone, you know, if we fall, if it falls apart, it falls apart. But at least we tried something else. You know, we did something else to kind of make it. Huh? We we already have a structure built, so if it does fail, we just go back to the old way. Right. Exactly. You know, but what's the? You know, I I don't I I don't see why we don't take more of those risks. It's like, okay, this works, but what if we could do it better? And then do it this way, but it's you know it's making the switch, and then nothing and nothing is easy uh, today to change. You've got to have everybody agree, or you've got to have this. And if someone doesn't agree, this party's going to lobby against that, and that party's going to lobby against this, and then nothing ever makes it forward. You know, nothing makes ever makes it forward that has the ability to make a difference. And uh, and it's just I think that the whole process is. Is hard to make a change, so when change is happening, it's definitely big and should be noticed. Well, yeah, and you know, if you think about it, I'm, I, I'm, I was born in the 60s, and you know, I look at the way that my parents and and my grandparents they fought for their rights. They fought for, you know, I mean, you look at gay rights, you look at, I mean, equal rights. You look at Martin Luther King and Gandhi. Well, it's just history repeating people. itself. Well, yeah, I mean, but but we haven't seen people standing up and Americans specifically standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do it that way anymore. We we haven't seen people just stand up and protest and execute their rights like they did back in the day. And I'm, I mean, I, for one, am really happy to start seeing some change and to start seeing some people who are willing to stand up and, and, and be counted and, and have their voice heard and and uh, to start making a difference and making some change, even when it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? Kudos, man. So I think that's it, guys. I think we have made it to the end of our very first hour, and it has been a blast. So, guys, thank you so much. We're going to make a blog post. We're going to give you links. We're going to let you guys tell us if you absolutely loved it. We're going to come back again next week and talk about the week in review again with that talk here at the Dash. Thanks so much. Have thank a great you. one. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. At the Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, Click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at the dashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.